Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <laughs> ah! Good morning, everybody. Oh, my goodness. What a great call by Kevin Harlan the other night. Uh, the very ending of the Sixers game against the Grizzlies the other night. It is Saturday morning in the Delaware Valley, along with the great Mike Sealski, columnist for the Philadelphia Inquirer and contributor here on 94 WAP. I am Glenn Mack now. And yes, as I said, Mike, that was Kevin Harlan's call of the end of the game on Thursday. Thursday night? I'm, Thursday night. Yeah, I was way over. Thursday night. Right, I'm getting all confused. Yes. Uh, first of all, I, I do want to just reflect for one second on how great Kevin Harlan is. And when he calls game football, basketball, he's just the greatest. He, uh, His vocabulary is outstanding. Like, it's not often you hear a play-by-play guy you know, rise to meet the excitement of that, of a moment like that, and use the word thicket (laughs) while he's doing it. But Kevin is terrific in that regard. I was at that game, Glenn, and uh, it was, the environment was intense. The building exploded during that sequence, and the fact that uh, I couldn't hear Kevin Harlan was kind of the only drawback to the whole thing. You know who he is to me, and Doc Emmerich was always my favorite Mm -hmm. play-by-play guy nationally. And he's he's Doc Emmerich. Yeah. He is that good. Okay. But he's not really the story today. We'll do that someday. The greatest broadcasters. But as you said, it was an amazing ending to a game, and I'll you were there, so I'll get you to reflect on it, where the Sixers are down by 17, sleepwalking through the first half, gonna lose to Memphis, uh, and come back and win their 14th game in 17 days. So I'm going to ask you two questions. First of all, if you would, reflect on kind of the night, the crowd, the excitement, what you saw at the Wells Fargo Center. For the first three quarters of that game, it was the basketball equivalent of having someone slam your hand in a car door over and over again. It was (laughs) as the late, great Jack Shore, who covered the Big Five for, gosh, 60 years uh, here, would have said, bad hoops, Glenn, bad hoops. Mm. Just the Sixers didn't look good. Uh, and B looked like he was sick. It was kind of surprising before the game that he ended up on the injury report with a uh, non-COVID-related illness, and he was listed as questionable, and he looked questionable for most of that game. Uh, but they really buckled down defensively, and that fourth quarter, and that sequence in particular, man, that building was rocking. Yeah. And, it, and it, it was striking to me because you and I have talked previously in the show, and I think we're going to get into this, about – the skepticism or cynicism around the Sixers and how good are they really? Well, tw- close to 21,000 people in that building 
Thursday night were ready for them to be good and were willing to give themselves over to the idea that the Sixers could make a run. So I was out of town all week. I went down to Washington with the, the kids and the little ones and just had a great time seeing the monuments and the tour of the White House mm-hmm. and all that patriotic stuff. It was great. I had a great time. So I didn't see the game. I was kind of following on my phone every once in a while, like, what? The, how are they down? What the heck? Yeah. And then they won, and then I turned on WIP late, and yes, I, people are saying, we're going to the conference. We're going to the finals. <laughs> we're going to, come on, you're kidding me? We can beat mm-hmm. anybody out there. Um, which I guess does approach the question. The first thing I want to talk about, and uh, Mike and I, by the way, plan to talk about, oh, all four of the local teams today get into uh, the mix with the opening right after us on 94 WIP. Mm-hmm. Woo-hoo! Yeah. Hey, listening on the way home, baby. Springtime is here. And it's on TV. Yeah. Uh, the Eagles are always in season. We have some things to talk about with that. Um, I've ranted about the Flyers in recent weeks. You Can you drive the rant today? Oh, I think given my history with that team, I should be able to uh, conjure up a rant or two. Good. And a lot about the Sixers. Alex Coffey of the Philadelphia Inquirer is going to join us at 11. Keith Pompey, the fine basketball writer, is going to join us at noon. But as we start with the Sixers, and you just raised this topic, 20,000 people in that building went home pretty damn happy yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, the Thursday night, and probably we're all saying to each other, like, hey, you know, we ought to make sure we've got the dates cleared for the finals so we can <laughs> be there. We don't have anything uh, imposing. But I know that the I am still of the mind of, yeah, a regular season win like that is is great when you come back. Uh, I heard Howard say something this morning that I kind of agree with, which is you can't keep coming back in the fourth quarter because that's not going to work so well in the playoffs. You're going to have to win early and play consistent, more consistently. But it's the – it's and, and this, this topic has been raised a lot on this station, but today is as good a day to raise it as the Sixers play the Celtics on mm-hmm. national TV tonight, yep. which is another huge challenge. Do you believe – I believe they have a chance, and I wonder if the residue of the Eagles' run to the Super Bowl and the Phillies' run to the World Series (laughs) has more people more inclined to think that the Sixers have a chance. We talked a little bit last week, I think, about the idea that fans want the ride more than anything else. And this team, certainly through the rest of the regular season, can give those fans a ride. Uh, They are a good team. They're as good as they've been during this period when we all thought at some point they'd at least get to the conference finals, if not get to the finals, if not win a championship. Um, I understand the cynicism and the skepticism. I feel a little bit of it, too. And in the end, the proof will be in you get to the second round, you're probably going to end up playing either the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis or the Celtics and their terrific team, and that'll be the real test. But... That's kind of the fun part of this, too, is that Embiid has raised his game in the last three or four weeks, uh, maybe even longer than that. And the other thing, too, Glenn, is you have to pay attention. I was talking about this with Kyle Newbeck from Philly Voice the other night, Mm -hmm. and he made a good point. You have to pay attention to the league at large. I agree with you that, yeah, if you're the Sixers, you don't want to have to come back from a 17-point deficit every night. But that happens in this league fairly frequently around the league. And nowadays, with the accent on the three-point shot, and my God, I don't know if you saw that Sacramento uh, Clippers game last night that was like 176-175. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was like a quadruple overtime. Yeah. It was. (laughs) It was like the All-Star game. It was. Um, 
a 17-point lead is not necessarily as imposing as it once might have been because of the three-point shot and the pace at which teams play. So well, all of that is to say— just, I, want, just want, I don't want to interrupt your flow. Just one it's little okay. thing. And because a lot of teams really don't care about the regular that season. That too. Yeah. Which is you play in a game and like, you know, hey, we're up 15. I don't care. I'm yeah. going home. Yeah, that's, that happens a lot. That's the, that's the tenor of these games now. So uh, I would say this. I would say that this team is different enough from last year's team, from the team before that, and the team before that, that it's understandable why people are saying, okay, maybe they'll they'll get to where we think they ought to get to this year when they didn't do it the previous years. Well, the difference being Harden and not Simmons? The difference being no Simmons. And George Niang said this the other day, that, that Simmons was like an anchor yeah. on this team. Yeah. Uh, the, the controversy, everything about him. Harden in better shape, a better version of Embiid. I like the fact that Maxi is coming off the bench now. I think he gives them some spark and some juice. Mm. Uh, and a better version, honestly, of Tobias Harris. I think the fact that he hit that big three-pointer the other night is, a, is the latest indication of how he's embraced what has become a really important role, which is as a spot-up shooter on this team. You need him to do that, and he's been that guy for the last two years and been pretty good at it. All right, Mike Sielski, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to describe my facial expression as, and not just like unshaven and and <laughs> and, and sallow. Ready? Would, here, I, here it is. I would say uh, skeptical, grumpy grandpa. All right, you could have left out the grandpa. Okay. <laughs> he went with the age thing, <laughs> right? He does, every time, every day, every time. Oh, you're old. Oh. Yeah, let, let's rule, let's Mike. With, come let's, on. Let's Sorry. go with the first two parts of that, right? Okay. Skeptical, grumpy. Yeah, you don't even need the grumpy part. <laughs> Probably true. Let's let's stick with the skeptical. Okay. Okay. You gave me the side eye. I've been here before with this team, and yes, it is a different team. Ben Simmons isn't here. James Harden is here. Well, I saw James Harden in the playoffs last year, so mm-hmm. I'm going to keep that skeptical face on. Uh, Joel Embiid has really raised his game in recent weeks. I waited for the Joel Embiid playoff run statement and all these years we have yet to get it. I love Joel Embiid and he's had a very fine career, but he hasn't had the defining playoffs moment. I'm waiting for that. Mm-hmm. Maxie off the bench. Okay. Yeah. That's good. I'll counter that with Doc Rivers as my coach. <laughs> so there's a one up, one down there. Trump car. Yeah. Boom. So I'm I'm not believing. And, yeah, they're going to have to beat Boston or they're going to have to beat Milwaukee in the second round. And both of those are a long shot. Listen, they play Boston tonight. Boston beat them last time, I think, 106 to 99 when um, – oh, who went off? Uh, it was eight, three point. Oh, Blake Griffin. Yeah. Went, yeah. 92-year-old Blake Griffin. Mm-hmm. When talk about old. And, and then, you know, express sentiments about Doc Rivers similar right. to the ones you Doesn't just have did. the respect to cover me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I I remain unsold. I would hope, we mm-hmm. all would hope, would love it, would love to see him go on a run like the Phillies or the, the Eagles, although maybe one of these days the team will close again, but I'm skeptical. I, I understand. Right. And, and look, I, I do think, final to kind of tie a bow on this, um, I do think Embiid, as much as anybody, kind of has to take his game up just a tiny little notch. I love Joel Embiid, too. He's a great, great player. But there's a level that a guy like him kind of has to get to that he hasn't quite gotten to. Right. Great players, Hall of Fame players, have those postseasons. He hasn't done that yet. We love him. Right. He's fun. He's good. He's exciting. He's one of the five best players in the league. Not there yet. And the thing about it, Glenn, is that you don't even have to to have one of those runs. 
you don't even necessarily have to be the best player on the floor every single night. Sure. You need to be the best player on the floor, floor when your team absolutely needs you to be. Go mm-hmm. back and think about the last time the Sixers made a really deep run, that 2001 team. Allen Iverson, some nights during that playoff run, was not great. But he was great when they were down a game to the Toronto Raptors. And they, he was great when that series was tied at two. And he was great in game seven against the Bucs. And so we forget about the games where he shot eight for 26. Yeah. And remember the ones where he dropped 54 and yeah. 44 when yeah. it really mattered. Yeah. All right. So James Harden's going to be the guy in those other nights? They're not. They're going to lose some games in the playoffs. Oh, okay. But, okay. yeah, look, okay. Harden's going to have to be. Maxie's going to have to All be. Right. And Harris is going to have to be. I hope so. I, and I know when I say this, it's, oh, you're a hater. I'm not a hater. Would love to see it. Yeah. Skeptical. Yeah, I get it. Side eye. Totally get it. Grumpy. <laughs> All of the things that you said. You know, Except the old part. The, the ageism things. I'm oh, gonna, I'm sorry. I'm going to file something. I have, I have my here. share of gray hair. My uh, yeah. my baby face belies my age. Yeah, okay. Um, you know what? Let's get a call in here. 215-592-9494. Chuck in Glen Mills starts us off. Hey, Chuck, what's on your mind? How you doing, Glenn? All right. Hi, Mike. Hi, Chuck. Uh, that game the other night was, I'm a little older than you guys, but that, that was in every night occurrence when the Sixers would play the Celtics in the 60s and the 80s. Every every regular season game was like a playoff game, and the intensity was tremendous. I just think the Sixers are going to have to turn it up a notch on the defensive end if, if they want to have a chance against these other teams because they're going to run into teams that are, that are just physically faster than them and play the game faster than them. And if, if they don't play a defensive mindset, for 48 minutes, they're, they're going to be in trouble. You know, Ch- Chuck, you're, you're raising an interesting point, which is one that we used to talk about a lot, and I think Glenn will, will back me up on this. We used to talk about this a lot with respect to the Flyers, which was they were going to work their tails off every single night during the regular season to a degree maybe that other teams wouldn't. I vaguely remember that franchise. <laughs> Let me go back. Yeah. Back into my youth. Yeah. Um, and then when the playoffs would come around, when every team – is giving it everything they have every minute of every game, the Flyers would tend to come up short. I think that's a fair point with respect to the Sixers. Look, the Sixers lead the league in attendance. That atmosphere at the Wells Fargo Center is about as good as it gets in the NBA. That's going to lift them on a night-to-night basis, and Mm -hmm. they're going to win games just by sheer work ethic and momentum from the home crowd. Will that happen in the playoffs as frequently? All right, let me get another couple of things in here, and uh, we are going to take uh, some phone calls today. Look forward to talking to you today, right after us, 94 WIP, 105 p.m. Mm-hmm. Scott Fransky, Larry Anderson, spring training, baseball, the pop, Phillies. The crack of the bat, the pop yeah. of the mitt, yeah. all of it. Yeah, Larry Anderson. You want to talk about a guy being grumpy for good cause? <laughs> Larry Anderson. Hey, are we carrying the, the Phillies-Yankees or the Phillies-Tigers? Do I believe it's Yankees. All right, Phillies-Yankees. Yes. Okay, there you go. I have no idea who's playing. Well, actually, we can get the lineups. Well, I, we do know this. We oh, know okay. that um, in the, it's a split squad day. Yeah. So in Lakeland against the Tigers, we do know that Nick Castellanos, Scott Kingry, Dalton Guthrie, and Cody Clements are all playing in that game in Lakeland. There you go. So Cody Cody Clements. Okay. Rocket Roger, Jr. Roger Kidd. Uh, my only thing I have to say with spring training baseball is, God, I love it. I really do. I love – here's why – and you – you know what? I know you're less of a baseball fan than you are the other – we've talked about mm-hmm. The Okay, my order – how do we want to do this? Sports you like to follow or sports you like to watch? Because it's kind of different. It is. Okay. It is. All right, let's do sports you like to watch. Okay, sports I like to watch. My order is – 
Are we doing live or in the on TV? Because that's different. Let, let, all right, let's do live. All right, we're live. Ta- yeah. Sports I like to watch live. Hockey. Uh, uh, football. Mm-hmm. Basketball. Baseball. Wow. Did yeah. you say that? What about you? did. So, live at the arena or on television? No, live in the building. In a building. Hockey? Yeah. If I'm not covering it, Baseball. Yeah, you're not covering. This baseball, is not I would put second. Okay. I would, because you're out in the sunshine, yeah, that's true. all of that. Then basketball, yeah, then football. I, I, okay. Yeah. See, it's funny. Football is, is... But football's by far and away the best on TV. All right. Best to uh, follow. Which sport do you like to follow? For me, following, I love following baseball. I love the storylines. I love the box scores. I love the development. I love watching the young kid come up. So that's it. Baseball, football, hockey, basketball to me to follow. To follow. I hate, I hate following basketball because it's like, oh, Kyrie Irving demanded a trade. Like, <laughs> I, I hate the storylines in the NBA. Now. Okay, following football, hockey, basketball, baseball. Football, hockey, basketball. Yeah, see, you don't you don't get baseball like I get baseball. I did. I did, but uh, it lost me a little bit along the way. I'm hoping it gets me back. I really am. And I will say this, Glenn. When was it? 20, 2019. Uh, I took my father uh, for his Christmas gift. We went down to Clearwater for three days. He had nice. Never, he, we had never been before. He had never been. Hold on. Alex, are you listening, son? Go ahead. <laughs> I so, just took them to Washington. Now, you know, there you go. Um, back, <laughs> so we went down and you know watched two games and just drank beers in the sun. It's the greatest. It, it was great. It's it the was greatest. Great. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway. Uh, I, I I just would love anybody to talk about baseball. We're going to talk to Alex Coffey. I'm excited. I don't think this kid Painter is going to make the team, but I want to watch and see. Mm. Uh, she had a piece about Scott Kingery trying to come back off yep. the scrap heap. That's good. She talked to Nick Castellanos about yeah. trying to come back from yeah. his season last come year. Come on, let's talk some baseball. Okay. Come on, get the mitt. Throw it around. <laughs> I just I love all that stuff. Um, okay, let's talk. Just just We're trying to throw some stuff out here in the open. The issue with the Eagles, and we will get to this later this hour, uh, well, there's two. One is prioritizing the free agents. Mm -hmm. Uh, One is we're going to start looking at the big draft board. And one is defensive coordinator. And while I was out of town, Mike, it sounds like every candidate for defensive coordinator is now off the list. Yeah, no Vance Joseph took the job with the Broncos. No Jim Leonard, uh, who is going to sit out coaching this year because he's having hip surgery. That's a rough It is. Um, Yeah, I I wonder if – the candidate who ends up coming in as the defensive coordinator, because I do think it's almost taken for granted that Brian Johnson's going to get promoted to be the offensive coordinator. I haven't heard any other names. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's just a matter of making it official. Uh, maybe I'm wrong about that, but it certainly I seems imagine that they're way. waiting till they find the defensive coordinator and then yeah. name that. If there were other names for OC, I think we would have probably heard the rumor. Yeah, and and you know what, Glenn? It's so funny in terms of a hire like this comes down so much to timing. Uh, I heard Sheil Kapadia on the morning show a couple of days ago mention Mike Zimmer uh, as a guy mm-hmm. who the, the Eagles might want to look at. Now he's a crusty older guy, and Jonathan Gannon was I love a lot the of crusty older guy. But <laughs> I teed him up for we'll you. Get, there. Yeah, now we'll get into that more later yeah. in the hour. Uh, and in terms of hockey, I just want to say this: I got home last late uh, yesterday afternoon around dinner time. I was like, yeah, flip on the TV, the Flyers, and I'll put on the Flyers and just aggravate myself. <laughs> I swear to God, I put on the Flyers. It's like there's 10 seconds left in the first period. And I think the Flyers just kind of like clear the puck and almost start skating toward the, you know, the exit. And all of a sudden, this kid on Montreal. Um, Yvonne Cornway? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, Peter Mahavlis. Yeah. 
takes the puck, skates down, and scores. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? You're sleeping <laughs> through it. And then I turn it off, and then I put it on later. Mike, I swear to God, I put it on, and Provorov puts one in his own net. Yeah. And it's like, what is happening? Yeah. So you have promised a good rant before the end of the show. I, I, I will save and conserve energy Ooh. until the time is okay. appropriate. We have taken criticism. And I don't pay that much attention to criticism on social media because people do that, and that's fine. I, I get it. That we don't talk enough hockey, mm-hmm. and then we get criticism when we do talk about right, it. Right, because we don't talk about it in the right way, So, quote-unquote. The, the phones are open. If you want to talk about the Flyers rant or tell us we're missing something and they're better than we think, by all means, please do. And here's the final thing before we go to break way too late, which is this. Uh, we also don't often give away prizes on this show mm-hmm. because we have enough other stuff to talk about. But there is a thing that happened in the last week that, to me, and I haven't heard anybody else do this theme. Somebody else did. I apologize. Again, I was out of town. The Matt McClung thing happened last week. Yep. It was great. It was pretty cool. You wrote a column about it. I did. I went, went to the, Delaware. I went to Delaware. There you go. To talk to Mac, the slam dunk champ. And I asked you before the show going to see him again is he ever like is there is he going to get an nba career or something is he going to be a sixer and you said no <laughs> i said i would be surprised uh, just for yeah. for reasons of size and skill set and those okay. things so he is the ultimate one day wonder yes he had his 15 minutes of fame he had his moment in the spotlight he took full advantage of it he became a national sensation he got a shoe deal he did puma piece he got puma. a one-year shoe deal from puma didn't know they still made puma um, I had Puma, I think, in seventh grade. Uh, I, I might have, too. They're still around. Yeah, They're still around. Like, you know what I like about the sneaker business now, Glenn? Mm-hmm. New Balance apparently is cool, which shout out to all the 47-year-old fellow white guys out there who now are at the vanguard of style. Glenn is, has lifted his leg in the air to show me his New Balance sneaks that he has donned for this show. There you go. Master of cool. Who knew? And Mac Uh So we are going to give away a $25 gift card today. Uh, to Conchock and Brewing Company, mm-hmm. because I own the joint, I can give them away. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically it. So the best, and by the way, you have to call with a good topic, and you have to like have a good conversation, mm-hmm. and we're not even going to let you get there. But give us the best one-day wonder. You want to set parameters on this? Sports, not sports? I think sports, Anything? right? We want to yeah. do sports, so, yeah. You make the call. Yeah, be? sports. Okay. One, best one-day wonder in sports. Okay. That you've seen. And you get a $25 gift card to Conchock and Brewing Company. Locations around suburban Philadelphia. 215-592-9494. With Mike Sealski, I'm Glenn McNow on 94 WIP. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.